welcome you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a privilege and an honor to be able to teach you what the Lord is teaching me, to be able to show you what the Lord is showing me, to be able to relate to you what the Lord is laying on my heart. More than ever before, there is a call for everyone to rise and make Jesus trend in the sphere of influence they've been sent to. More than ever before, there is, there is a call for the kingdom of God to reign here on earth. More than ever before, there is a call for every one of us, for every one of us to rise, for every one of us to rise and take our place as kings and priests on earth, as kings and priests on earth. And as they tried, the Lord has promised to reveal to us what the, what his kingdom entails. The Lord has promised to teach us himself. The Lord has promised to disciple us himself. The Lord has promised to reveal to us what it takes to be fit to be an ambassador of his kingdom here on earth. This is the first teaching. This is the first teaching of the called and chosen series. And this teaching is titled God's Kingdom. As you listen and follow through, I pray the Lord we open up your heart to receive these words and these words will produce results these words will sit down we sit deep into your spirit and they shall produce effective results in your life and i pray as these words as this word come into your spirit that they sh- it shines light it shines light into your soul it shines light into your soul it shines light into your soul and everyone that comes across across to you will this light will also shine on their path in the mighty name of jesus you are welcome you are welcome you're welcome i pray the lord enlighten your mind this season in jesus name amen like i said earlier this 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 first session is titled god's kingdom and our text is taken from the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 34 Matthew 6 25 to 34 the Bible is about the establishment of a kingdom from Genesis to Revelation from the beginning to the end it's about the establishment of a kingdom the establishment of God's kingdom rulership on planet earth from the heavenly realm rulership of planet earth rulership of planet earth from the heavenly realm this is the will of god that that his will that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven this is this is what the kingdom of god means this is what the kingdom of god means but over the years this, this is not what we've been seeing this is not what we've been experiencing dr miles Moro said something he said religion preoccupies man until he finds the kingdom religion is what man does until he finds the kingdom religion prepares man to leave the earth the kingdom empowers men to dominate earth religion focuses on heaven kingdom focus on earth religion is reading up to god Religion is reaching up to God. The kingdom is God coming down to man. Religion wants to escape it. The kingdom impacts, influences, and changes it. Religion seeks to take it to heaven. The kingdom seeks to bring heaven to it. Over these years, what we've been experiencing is religion. But this season, the, the kingdom is here the kingdom is here the kingdom of the lord is here the kingdom of the lord is here excuse me and the lord is set to empower us as his children for his kingdom join me today as we move from religion as we move from the path of religion into the path of God's kingdom, into the path of seeking God's kingdom, into the path of understanding what the kingdom of God means. I pray and I believe that you are going to be blessed as the Lord is going to shine his light on us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. For your heavenly father knows that you need these things. 
but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 32 b to 33. I believe you are familiar with this verse. And when we want to justify our needs and God blessing our request, we are quick to recite these verses. That yes, the Bible has said I should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything, everything, everything I need to be added to me. If I want success, all I need to do is just to seek and to be added unto me. If I want good marriage, all I need to do is just to seek. A lot of people are seeking God just because of the benefit attached to it. A lot of us believe that, okay, yes, this is what the Bible has said, that I should seek. So the main is where we are seeking is just because of what we are going to receive. The main is where we are seeking is just because of what we are going to receive. Yeah, that is what the Bible has said, and I believe it, even if I don't understand it. That is not balance. That is not balance. Briefly, let's take a look closer into that verse. Starting from verse 25, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And it says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat. Take no thought for your life. Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feed them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto the stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the bed, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon, in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these let me let me let me pause there for some minutes verse 29 says even solomon in all his glory we know solomon to be the richest king the wisest king during his lifetime even to, even till now even till now there hasn't been a record of a king that was richer than king solomon or wiser than king solomon and now this verse is telling us that King Solomon, in all his wealth and wisdom, was not arrayed like like one of the best in the air or the lilies on the field. Like that's beyond me. That's beyond me. Then verse 13 now continues and said, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothed, O ye of little faith. Hmm. That's food for thought. If God can be so so intentional about taking care of the lilies on the field, the birds in the air, how much more we? How much more we? Can we trust God enough? Therefore, take note of verse 31, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. This, this is what we seek. This is our basic psychological needs. For your heavenly Father knoweth that he have need of all these things. God himself already knows that we need these things. God himself already knows that we need this thing. He knows that we human beings, we need what we eat. We need what we drink. We need what we lay our heads at night. We need the clothes that we will wear. He knows. And he is, resp- he is responsible for us just the same way he is responsible for the fowls of the bed and the, the lilies on the field. So how, how come 
the fowls on the fowls in the air and the lilies on the field they get clothed they get food to eat and it's like we human beings it's like we are not getting anything and god is so much responsible for us the way is also responsible for them so how is it that they they are settled and we humans it's like we are not settled it's like we are not just getting it how how and verse 32 even says that god himself already knows that we need these things so what is wrong why are we not getting these things why are we not getting it if the birds in the air are getting it the fishes in the seas they are getting it the lilies on the field they are getting it. the animals inside the bush both wild and domestic are getting their needs met so what is wrong with we human beings why are we not getting our own god is responsible for us as much as he is responsible for them so why does it seem as if we are not settled and he knows we need these things just the same way he knows that those animals too they need these things then verse 3 says but seek ye first the kingdom of god seek ye first 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 seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you take therefore no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself sufficient unto the day is is the evil thereof this is jesus speaking in this verse this is jesus speaking in all the verses i've read to you he kept us saying that we should not think about our basic psychological needs that god is responsible for these things as much as is responsible for the fulfillment of these things in our lives as much as is responsible for the birds in the air the lilies on the field the fishes in the sea Jesus is telling us that we should take no thought we should not worry about our basic psychological needs that we should not worry about it but it's but it gave us one thing to do he gave us one thing to do. He said we should seek his kingdom. We should seek God's kingdom. We should seek his kingdom and his righteousness. We should seek his kingdom. The righteousness means we should align to the authority of that kingdom. We should align to the authority of that kingdom. Before now, our priority has always been what will I eat? What will I drink? Where will I sleep? What will I wear? How, how will I read to pass this exam? After school, where will I work? After school, I need to get married. After school, I want to give birth to children. After school, I want to be able to achieve this. I want to be able to achieve that. Our priorities have, have always been how we are going to have our basic psychological needs met. How are we going to be comfortable? Like we always, we always carrying. We've been carrying these things on our shoulder. We've been carrying all our needs on our shoulder. Jesus is telling us here today that we should not worry about these things because even the animals are not even bothered about these things and they are settled. And they are set to but how much us? How much more we human beings that can think? So all this is I've read now. One thing this verse is trying to tell us is that if we've been thinking, if we've been carrying all our needs on our shoulder. If we've been thinking about these things, then we've been thinking about the wrong things. If how we are going to be okay as being our priorities, then these priorities are wrong. Dr. Miles Moro said, The greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life with the wrong priorities. But life with the wrong priorities. At this stage, we are guilty we are all guilty 
we are because every one of us what is on our mind is how we are just going to be okay how we are going to be rich how we are going to be settled in life and these priorities are wrong so unfortunately we will be living greatest tragedy we will be living in great in greatest tragedy If, if you have to just go back to our priority list and check out the first five things on that list it is about ourselves it is about how we are going to be okay it's about how we are going to be comfortable it's about how we are going to be wealthy but this verse is saying that we should take no thought for your life Jesus is telling us, take no thought for your life. Take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what is... This is Jesus speaking here. That we should take no thought for our life. So all these years that our basic psychological needs have been what has been on our mind. Jesus is telling us that we should take no thought for these things. But it did not leave us hanging. It, it did not say we should leave our mind blank. It did not say we should not think about anything. It gave us something to think about. It said we should think about his kingdom. We should seek his kingdom. We should seek his kingdom. It said we should seek his kingdom. And to seek God's kingdom means to pursue God's kingdom. To seek God's kingdom means to study God's kingdom. To seek God's kingdom means to explore his kingdom. To seek his kingdom means you should understand what his kingdom means. To seek the kingdom means you should learn the ways of the kingdom. To seek the kingdom means is to consider the kingdom. To seek the kingdom means to give diligent dedication to the kingdom. To seek the kingdom means to we should preoccupy ourselves with that which we are seeking. We should preoccupy our minds with the kingdom of God. We should be diligent in seeking. We should be diligent in pursuing his kingdom. We should be diligent in studying about his kingdom. We should be diligent in exploring his kingdom. We should be diligent in understanding God's kingdom. That is what the Lord, that is what the Lord Jesus Christ has told us to do. That is, that he has given us just one priority and this priority is for us to seek his kingdom and align to the authority of this kingdom and he said every other thing will be added every other thing is in the kingdom it is not every other thing first before the kingdom it is the kingdom first before every other thing understand the kingdom study the kingdom pursue the kingdom when you do these things, you will get what you will eat. You will get what you will wear. You will get where to sleep. You will get the wealth you are looking for. Every other thing you are looking for, you will get it in the kingdom. You will get it in the kingdom. And who is the king of this kingdom? God. is the king of this kingdom god is the king of the kingdom god is the owner of this kingdom god is the overseer of this kingdom god is the set man god is the head of this kingdom god is the king god is the almighty god is the owner god is the owner of the kingdom Jesus is telling us to pursue God's kingdom. We should pursue God's kingdom. We should pursue God's kingdom. Now, what is a kingdom? We already know that God is the owner of the kingdom. And Jesus has told us to pursue this kingdom. Now, what is this kingdom? What is this kingdom? 
A kingdom is a governing influence of a king over his territory, impacting it with his personal will, purpose, and intent, producing a culture, values, morals, and lifestyle that reflects the king's desire and nature for his, ki- for his citizens. I'll take that again. A kingdom is a governing influence of a king over his territory, imparting it with his personal will, purpose, and intent, producing a culture, values, morals, and lifestyle that reflects the king's desire and nature for his citizens. Now, let's fix. Now, let's rephrase these definitions. We are seeking God's kingdom. We are pursuing God's kingdom. We want to study God's kingdom. What is God's kingdom? God's kingdom is a governing influence where God himself rules as king over his territory. I'll pause there. Does God have a territory? have a territory yes he does psalm 24 verse 1 says it is the lord and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein god's kingdom is a governing influence whereby god rules as king of earth the fullness of the earth the world and everyone that dwell therein Now, it does not stop there. When he rules as king over these people, he's going to impact them with his personal will, his purpose, and his intent. Does God have a will? Does he have a purpose? Does he have an intent? Yes, he does. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven so god does have a will it god has a will revelation chapter 11 verse 15 revelation 11 verse 15 says and there are great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. This is the purpose of God. This is the will of God. This is the intent of this is the reason why God created the earth. This is the reason why God created the earth. This is the reason why God created me and you. That the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and it shall reign forever and ever. This is the will of God. This is what is beating in the heart of God. This is the intent of God. This is the desire of God. Revelation Revelation 11 verse 15 God is seated on his throne in heaven but whenever he looks down on earth he has a burden in his heart that the kingdoms in this earth shall become the kingdom of the Lord and his Christ and it shall reign forever and ever. This is what the Lord's heart is beating for. This is the will of God. Now when the, when Amen. When his purpose has come when the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ a culture is a culture is going to be produced morals new morals are going to be produced new values are going to be produced there's going to be a change in lifestyle there's going to be a change in life let us look at the book of Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 to 3 Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 to 3 and it shall come to pass in the last days 
that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it and many people shall go and say come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord when when the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of the Lord the people shall say come let us go to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob the generation, generation of Jacob is the generation that is seeking higher. The generation of Jacob is the generation that is seeking God. A generation that seeks the face of God is the generation of Jacob. Generation of generations are seekers. They are seekers. And this is what Jesus Christ was telling us in the book of Matthew. He said we should seek. We should seek. We should become the Jacob's generation. We should seek. We should pursue. And when we come to the house of the God of Jacob, then God will teach us his ways. God will teach us his ways. Glory. When God teaches us his ways, a new culture, a new moral system, new values, new lifestyles. God will teach us his ways and we will walk in his path. He will teach us in his ways and we will walk, we will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. We, we will walk in his path, producing a culture, producing values, morals and lifestyle that reflects the king's desire and nature for we is citizens hallelujah for we is citizens looking at the earth now looking at the earth now the government on earth is a government that lacks peace that lacks order Men have tried to bring in a lot of things. They've tried to bring in a lot of systems. Socialism. They've tried to bring in monarchy. They've tried to bring in democracy. But no, nothing is working. The earth is still in a mess. The only ordered government is the government of heaven. And we will not experience order on earth until the government of heaven comes down on earth so the only way we will enjoy peace and order on earth is when the government of heaven comes down on earth when the government of heaven comes down on earth amen Now, this is where we come in as men. I told the ladies in my tribe that the first lecture they had on purpose is outdated. Because it is no longer enough to know that you are here for a reason. Because even God himself has a reason. He has a will. He has a purpose on on his mind. So, we, we grew up hearing Oh, there is a reason why you are here on earth. You need to know the purpose why you are here on earth. That statement alone is no longer enough for you to live a fulfilled life. It is no longer enough to have a passion in your heart. It is no longer enough to turn your pain into purpose. It is no longer enough to turn your message into a to turn your mess into a message. There is a higher mandate that has your name on it. There is a call waiting for you to answer. There is something higher. There is something higher. There is a high calling for you. There is a high calling for you. Now let's go back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. 
in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth he created the light he created the darkness he created the light that shines in the day he created the light that shines in darkness at night he created the firmament he created the trees he created the, he created the trees he created the seeds he created the land he created every plant he created the birds to fly in the air he created the fishes to swim in the sea he created the animals to stay on the land he separated the land from the sea he placed everything in order when god created the earth everything was in order everything was in order he owns it so yes he was ruling he owns it so he was creating everything according to his own desires that yes i'm creating this thing that the kingdom that the kingdoms that will be established on this earth shall be my kingdom and i will reign he created everything and everything was in order everything was in order everything was in order then after creating the earth and every animal and every plant after separating the water from the land then he called the trinity and said let us create man in our image let us create man in our image remember that the lord is the owner of the earth he created the earth for himself he created the earth to rule he created the earth to rule so he called the trinity and said let us create man let us create man let us create man and when we create this man he's going to have dominion over the fish of the sea he's going to have dominion over the fowl of the air he's going to have dominion over the cattle and over over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so when god created man he gave man dominion over the earth he gave man dominion over the earth when god created man he gave man dominion over the earth i'll say it again god is the owner god is the owner of this kingdom God is the owner of this kingdom. God is the owner of this kingdom. Every mountain, every sphere of influence, God created them and is the owner from the music to the art and entertainment, to the sciences, to the health sector, to the finance sector, to the health sector, to the family sector, to every sector every sector god is the owner god created all the sectors on earth then he created man and said man should have dominion over every sector it should have dominion over every sector so man was reigning as king on earth man was reigning as king on earth not as the owner of the earth but as steward because god is the king of kings men are kings on earth because god has given us kingdoms for us to rule over when he created us he created man to be an expression of his kingship on earth man was created to be an expression of god's kingship on earth but what happened when man fell man lost the right to be king over the earth because god collected it back and god sent man out of that territory 
God sent man out of the kingdom. God retrieved his dominion. The dominion given to man to be a king was retrieved from man. Man lost the kingdom. So that the order on earth was distorted. Then earth was again turned into chaos. Women had to labor to give birth. Man had to toil before he could eat. Man had to toil before he could eat. Man had to be bothered. What will I wear? After immediately fell, they, they saw that they were naked. They were bothered. Hey, what will I wear? They went to go and get leaves to cover themselves. They were bothered about what they were going to wear. They were sent out of the kingdom. The dominion to rule over the earth was retrieved from man. The man began to wonder, what will I eat? How will I get food to eat? The man began to struggle to eat. Man began to struggle to eat. He no longer had the right to a kingdom. He had been sent on an exile. Now he had to survive on his own. When he was a king on earth, when he was a king, when he was, when he was esprit, when the kingship of God was reciprocated on earth through man, he had everything at his beck and call. He had everything at his beck and call. But immediately, he lost that kingdom. He began to struggle. He began to struggle. He began to struggle. He began to struggle. He began to add the thought about what will I eat? What, where will I sleep? What will I wear? His, his only aim was now how he was going to be okay. Man that was okay before is now bothered about how he's going to be okay, about how he's going to be wealthy, about how he's going to take care of his family because he lost a kingdom. Because he lost a kingdom. Because he lost a kingdom. Now man began to suffer. So from that very moment, God now began to think about restoration. How, how, was, he, how was he going to... He began to think about how he was going to bring back the period before man fell back again. God began to make plans he began to make plans he began to make plans to restore the kingdom he began to make plans to restore the kingdom again to restore the kingdom again to restore the kingdom again that man should be made king again no wonder the angel said who is man that you are mindful of even though man fell God had compassion God still had compassion. God still had compassion. God still had compassion. Now he began to make plans on how to restore the kingdom again. On how to restore the kingdom again. And to the glory of God, Jesus in his infinite mercy came down on earth to restore this kingdom. Glory to God. Glory to God. That is why the forerunner John the Baptist, he kept on saying that men should repent that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When he was saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, he was not referring to rapture. He was referring to the kingdom that man lost in the beginning, glory. was referring to the kingdom that man lost in the beginning so he was saying that men should repent 
and that repentance was not speaking to turning away from bad ways alone it was also speaking to changing their mindset changing their mindset because all those years you cannot enter into the king into this kingdom of heaven with the mindset of what will i wear what will i eat no in the beginning that mindset was not on adam's mind so when john the baptist came and he said repent for the kingdom of heaven is near he was telling man that hey man it is time for you to stop thinking about what you will eat stop thinking about what you will wear renew your mind renew your mindset because that kingdom that you've once lost that kingdom is coming back and you will not enter into this kingdom with that mindset so repent Amen. So when Jesus Christ himself came, because it's like it took man long, a very long time to understand what John the Baptist was saying. Even now, a lot of us have still not been able to come into that understanding. So even when Jesus Christ came, he said, come on, man. No, you can't can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this. Look at the lilies. On the field, look at the airs on the on in the air. These people are not bothered. So why should you still be thinking about what you will eat instead of you to start seeking that kingdom which you've lost? Because when you were in that kingdom in the beginning, you were not bothered about your basic psychological needs. So now the kingdom is here. The kingdom is here. So don't waste your time thinking about your basic psychological needs. Think about that kingdom. Pursue that kingdom. Seek that kingdom. Just like in the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, where you were king over the earth and everything was at your back and call. So think about that kingdom now. Pursue that kingdom now. Study that kingdom now. Diligently seek that kingdom now. And every other thing will be at your back and call. Amen. So that is what Jesus Christ was trying to tell us in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 34 that is what he was trying to tell us now the kingdom is here already the kingdom of the Lord is here the kingdom of heaven is here the kingdom of heaven is here already a part of the Bible says if you are the minds of the Pharisees and the scribes that you will not be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven this kingdom of heaven is not talking about rapture it is talking about the kingdom in the beginning the kingdom that man lost the kingdom whereby man was the expression of god's kingship in heaven on earth that is the kingdom that is here already whereby man is made king on earth and God is the king of kings. Man is made king on earth. And God is the king of kings. Whereby man now. Now rule on earth. Man now becomes the expression of God's kinship in heaven on earth. Kinship of heaven on earth. True man, God is now able to rule on earth. True man, God's desires on earth is now able to come true man the order in the government of heaven is able to be able to come down on earth this is the call this is the new wave this is purpose now jesus christ already finished the work jesus has already restored back the kingdom 
Now it is left for us to repent. It is left for us to change our mind. It is left for us to upgrade. Hey, the, the, the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let his mind be in you, which was also in Christ. So to see this kingdom, to rule as king over this kingdom, that mind that was in Christ, you will have to have that mind in you. The kingdom of the Lord is here. The kingdom of heaven is here on earth already. The kingdom of heaven is within me. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Because Jesus Christ lives in me. Jesus Christ lives in you. Now, we need to elevate our thoughts. We need to repent of our thoughts. We need to think like we thought in the beginning. We need to start bringing back to our mindset what it means to be a king. We need to start teaching ourselves what it means to be kings on earth. How to live as kings on earth. Because God is the owner of the earth. God is king over this kingdom called earth. And this kingdom called earth has a lot of kingdoms. Because the book of Revelation chapter 11 says that the kingdoms of this world. So this earth has a lot of kingdoms. A lot of kingdoms. And if a lot of kingdoms need men to become this king of all these kingdoms. Men to become these kings. Men to become kings. Men to become kings over all these kingdoms. Over all. The kingdoms is enough for everybody. There is space enough for everybody. There is space enough for everybody. And God himself has given us, given these kingdoms to men to come and rule as kings. Not as owners, but as stewards. God is the only owner. God is the owner of this earth. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and everything that dwells therein. But Psalm 115 verse 16 says, Psalm 105 verse 16 says, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath it given to the children of men. Only a king has the right to give his territory to someone else. And God himself has given us his territory, which is the earth to us men, to rule as kings. But he did not give it to us as owners. He gave it to us as stewards because we are going to give account on the last day what we did on the kingdoms. This is what purpose is now. This is what purpose is now. Purpose is you're seeking the kingdom, knowing the kingdom that he has sent you to, so that you are going to be an expression of God's kingship here on earth, on that kingdom. And on the last, you are going to give account of how you ruled on that kingdom. So this, this is what purpose is now. This is what purpose is now so if you want to fulfill purpose this is it this is what you should understand this is what you should understand the earth he has given to the children of men not as owners but as stewards but as stewards but as stewards Man do not own anything. It, man do not own anything, but everything is in our care for us to steward. And we are going to give account of how we have successfully ruled as kings, ruled as king under the rulership of God. Here on it, and to rule as king. 
to rule as king under the rulership of God, then you have to have a deepened priesthood. Deepened priesthood. Deepened priesthood. Deepened priesthood. Deepened priesthood. Deepened priesthood. The harvest is ripe. We have a lot of space to cover. So the earlier we rise and the earlier we rise in priesthood, the better for us and the kingdoms that we've been sent to rule over. So that is it. The main reason why you are on earth is to steward that which God owns. The main reason why you are on earth is to steward that which God owns. And what does the Lord owns? The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And in the beginning, what is what is the desires of the laws of the Lord over the earth? It is that all the kingdoms on this on this earth shall become the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, and it shall reign forever and ever. I believe you've been blessed. I believe light has shined on you. I, I believe that you've been fed today. I believe you've been fed today. Please, even as you engage with this lecture, do well to pray that you do not miss your kingdom. It is possible to be successful in the wrong assignment. So even as you engage in this lecture, I will admonish us that will pray that the Lord itself will reveal the kingdom that He has sent us to unto us. It is not enough to say I have passion for education. Is that where the Lord is sending you to? Priesthood will reveal it to you. It is not enough to say I made a mistake. So let me make sure that people, other people do not make that mistake. Mm-hmm. Is that what the Lord is? Is that what the Lord is calling you to do? You made a mistake. Jesus Christ has cleared your mistake. So please, even as you engage in this, even as you engage in this, there is a role for priesthood. There is a role, there is a place for priesthood. Hmm, there is a place for priesthood. There is no king that does not have a priest. Ibolando, Yorubao, there is no king that does not have a priest. But now, you don't even need a priest. Because you have to save as these two. A king and priest. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 says that Jesus himself has made us king and priest. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, For ye are a royal priesthood. King and priests. To rule in this kingdom, you need to be a priest. So please, ladies, and every other person that is listening to this, even as you listen to this, please pray that you will not be in the wrong kingdom. That you will not be successful in the wrong assignment. There is a kingdom that has your name on it to be a king. There is a kingdom that has your name on it. There is a kingdom that has your name on it for you to rule. So every one of us should please seek the face of God in a place of prayers. And the Lord will reveal this kingdom. It is not enough to have passion. It is not enough to have a body. Please, these things are not enough. They are not enough. They are not enough. They are not enough. They are not enough. There is a place that has your name. There is a kingdom that has your name on it. There is a kingdom that has your name on it. Even as I round up, I pray. I pray for us. I pray for us that. The Lord, of, the Lord is right that I set us on this journey will hold our hands. I pray that the Lord himself that I set us on this journey will hold our hands. He will hold our hands. He has called this season called and chosen. 
He has called every one of us and He said to take us on a journey to be fit for this assignment. I pray that the Lord will help us, that the Lord will hold our hands. That the Lord will hold our hands. That the Lord, when a king sees a king that is higher than him, he submits. Today we submit as kings to the King of Kings. That the himself will find expression through us. We, we submit to the King of Kings. We, we cast our crowns. We bow our hearts. That he himself will find expression. That he himself will find expression. That he himself will find expression through us. That he himself will find expression through us. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. That that we will have the mind of Christ. 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 That the Holy Spirit will continue this teaching to us personally. Personally, that the Holy Spirit will continue. That the Holy Spirit will continue this teaching with us personally. That the Holy Spirit will continue this teaching with us personally. That the Holy Spirit will teach us himself. The Holy Spirit will teach us himself personally. In our place. In our different locations. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Wow. Wow, wow. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's been an amazing time in the presence of the Lord. I'm blessed. And I'm 100% sure that you were also blessed. Congratulations to you. I congratulate you. I congratulate you. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. I celebrate you. I celebrate you, the Lord. You are loved by the Lord. You are loved by the King of Kings. The King of Kings has a kingdom for you. I celebrate you. I celebrate you. Your generation is blessed to have you. Your generation is blessed to have you. This, this is this is what is on the Lord's heart. This is the Lord's desire. This is the Lord's will. And we, we will not keep quiet until this message gets to the end of the earth. To the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. So, it will do every one of us good. If you can share this message with as much as possible. People, people share it on your social media platforms. On your WhatsApp status. Share it with your friends. I know you've been blessed so please call them to also come and be blessed this is not about me and you this is about god the king this is about the kingdom of the lord this is a there is space for everyone to rule as king there is space for everyone to rule as king yes your your neighbor your next door neighbor is not the enemy the devil is the enemy we have one common enemy and that is the devil so please do well to share this message with people even people not in this tribe do well to share this message with, with guys with ladies with everybody with everybody so that they can come to this understanding so that they can come and understand what the lord is doing so that they can also come and understand what these verses means Amen, amen, amen. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I'm 100% sure that the King of Kings loves you more. Thank you so much for staying this long with me. Thank you so much for staying this long with me. This is the very first lecture and it's this powerful. So just imagine what the rest of the lectures will be like. The Holy Spirit himself is set to take us on a journey and he has started well with us. Can we just briefly give him glory? Thank you, Jesus, because it was not Busola that, 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 that thought. You are the one. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge that these are your words. We acknowledge that these are your thoughts. We acknowledge that you've come to reveal this to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for tonight. Thank you, because... We are still going to do more in the coming section. There's going to do more in the coming section. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. 
once again i say thank you to everyone thank you for following me to this to this extent thank you for listening to this to this very moment i love you i celebrate you do well to share with everyone that you know do well to share with everyone that you know this is a journey the lord is said to take us on a journey this is the first installment next month we are going to be teaching on another thing inspired by the holy spirit this is this is a class this is a class we already know what the kingdom of the lord is about today and our role as kings next month the lord himself is going to reveal to us what he wants us to also learn as kings thank you i love you see you next month bye bye